I wish I could do that at work. I wish someone, I wish someone would start talking to me. I'd just be like, nice to see you. <laughs> we don't have to do this. We don't need to have this conversation. That was your weekend. Good. Mine was fine. Nice to see you. Uh, PJ, you want to go? You want me to take it over? No, I can. I go. Uh, I go. That's all I need. Jeez. That's why we don't do it on Mondays. Uh, <laughs> totally fried already. <laughs> Guys getting to process that CVS. <laughs> What's the turnaround time on this? A week? That's not going to work. <laughs> it was half his vacation at Disney World, half <laughs> following a dangerous assassin around the world. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome in and thanks for joining us for episode 12 of Whiskey Flicks. Today, my brothers and I will be pairing Stone IPA with the Sandlot. Throw it over to Taylor when you're ready, buddy. Talk about some Stone IPA. Awesome. Um, so uh, I, I love Stone IPA. This is, you know, one of the first beers I've ever <clears throat> actually had to get me into IPAs. So like this one and Dogfish 60 and 90 Minute are, are by far my, uh, my sort of standards for all other IPAs. Um, I do love the West Coast style. I know, PJ, you want to talk about the iconic West Coast style. Um, <laughs> but I, I love a, a, a hoppy bitter beer. I really do. Um, I also love my hazies. I love my juicy IPAs. But a nice uh, a nice switch is always a, a classic West Coast style IPA. This is one of the one of the better ones. Awesome. What do you got, Pete? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I totally agree. It's a uh... It's good. I mean, it's really good. Uh, if you're if you want to drink an IPA to, to start out like first time, this is not a first time, not a bad one to start out with. Um, it's going to give you the flavor. Uh, it's going to let you know what IPAs are, you know, kind of all about. Uh, I guess it is a specifically a, a West Coast style IPA, but I feel it is a good intro IPA in general. Um, Flavor is there. It's also for an IPA. I, for me, it's it's pretty. Uh, it's not overly heavy. I mean, you know, because now you get IPAs that you know, you have your doubles and your imperials and your triple imperial. Like you know, it's like okay, uh, it's like fifty percent alcohol with you know nine <laughs> billion <laughs> pounds of <laughs> hops in it. This is this is a very like it's a clean, smooth, easy to drink. I guess say IPA for me. So I enjoy it. It's good. Yeah, super good. So yeah, it kind of is the the iconic West Coast style. It did kind of set the precedence for what was to be a West Coast style IPA. I think that this now, it's pretty cool to go back and try this now because West Coast kind of progressed and made, in my mind anyway, like it became a real style of its own and more than what this is. This has a lot more malt a lot more sweetness to it than what i think of when i think of a west coast ipa now i think more now they're like more fruit more grapefruit more yeah. tropical fruit notes this has a it's well balanced but not overly well balanced in the best way possible like the finish on this gives you that hop finish which i like it's that nice you know you're drinking something but it's super well made it's really good i think they use like six different hops in this one um, and they're just, they're done in the exact right way. 
Um, super tasty. It's I'm fa I'm really happy that we went back and tried this again because I haven't had it in a very long time and it's really good. It's a good one to go back Same to. Uh, yeah, I haven't had it in, in a long time, which is why, which I think is why when I said it's more balanced or however I said it, because IPAs now, or at least the ones I have, like I usually go for like a double or this, like, you know, I'm always going like huge over the top. So it's nice to go back <laughs> to something that isn't that extreme. You're like, but like you said at the time, it was like, whoa, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Uh, but now you go back and it's like, oh, this is. Okay, <laughs> like you it, it, you appreciate it more because of where I guess IPAs in general have gone, yeah. And what this started, exactly. so I mean, it's 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 great. I want to talk about. I mean, the the gargoyle is iconic. It's, it's <laughs> uh, you, yeah, it's it, it is like I mean, it's in terms of yeah, some a label and something that you identify with. I mean, they nailed it. It's yeah, genius, and it's really cool. Um, the it bottle is. itself, I, I like, I mean, not the bottle, but I mean, the gargoyle, and I'm big on font and stuff, like, it ju it's, it's, it's just very well done. Like, it, it jumps out at you, like, if you were, like, look, if I was looking just visually, and I saw that, and knew nothing about beer, like, I would, I would gravitate towards it. I, I yep. think it's a good job. Simple, even, clean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even the green they use, I think, is somehow, I know it's, like, I, I don't know if I can get the can. I got the can, though. I know. I saw you it's drinking that. Awesome. Oh, there yeah, you go. Right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough with the background. Um, yeah. But I got the can. But the black can with the green font, and uh, it's it's awesome. It's super recognizable. And, yeah, Stone, Stone has their marketing down. I mean, it's obviously why they blew up to be the first major microbrew. But, yeah, yep. their, their packaging and, and everything is, is spot on. That's why the iconic thing stinks. <clears throat> it is very pretentious to have it on the bottle, but when sure. when it's true, it's true. So you just kind of got to give yeah, it up, you know? It's fair. It's fair. I mean, honestly, after talking about it, I I've softened on it. Like, I don't need to see it. Right. But, it's, a, it's a lot. But it I, then again, I don't need to see it, but maybe other people do. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I, so I get it, you know, but uh, so, but I mean, it's a great point. And it's a yeah, way for them to stay relevant, no? Somebody yeah. who's 22 yeah. years old, 23 years old, just getting into beer sees, what do you mean the exactly. most iconic? And, iconic. It's, and if, okay. now the thing is, I, I probably caught this at the last possible time to catch it and still be able to, I don't know, I don't know how I want to word it, but now there's so many other options for drinking anything. You know, it's, it's all fruity stuff. It's all... And even like now, like the number of people who are coming in looking for sours, like so it's just like all it's just going away from that West Coast style IPA. This, yeah, it's it's great for someone who wants to get into IPAs, but it's also not as easy as other IPAs are to drink right now. Good it is definitely a real thing. Yeah, um, like if if you miss this and you don't get it and you start drinking other things and then you came back to this and you didn't know what to expect from it you may not like it at all so to get in yeah so like you said mike to, to stay relevant is probably a thing and yeah like a 21 or 22 year old if they don't catch stone ipa like at that early age it, it may never catch on with that right because so to, uh, this is going to be weird to even say this next to stone ipa but this is an entry-level ipa right i guess it's not weird to say i guess it is the the 
entry level IPA. Yeah, I, to- I yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, I totally agree. It's like yeah. when when I when I talk to people in my industry and we talk about people who come out to dinner, we always say that you should have to work in a restaurant for a year before you go out to eat ever. I think that somebody who drinks IPA should have to drink a stone or a ninety or a sixty sure. before they can drink anything else. Yeah, that's fair. just so they don't start off with a juicy hazy and say, "Oh, yeah. that's what an IPA should taste like." No, it's right. not. No, yes, like this. and that that I do agree with. I I love my juicy, I love my hazies, mm-hmm. but that's that's one hundred percent factual. If you don't get started with what an IPA should be, then then you're really just lost of, of what it should be. And then yeah, when you do eventually get out to California, or you eventually start to try all that, all those hoppy, all those big hop bombs, uh, then you're not going to know what the heck you're supposed to be tasting. Yeah, and it's becoming a thing. So Stone. I mean, Stone's huge. They don't have a problem selling product, but right. it could become a thing if, you know, if seltzers keep on going and if if all these fruited beers and all that crazy stuff really catches on, West Coast IPAs could be one of the first to go. I agree with could that. Be. It's a really good call. I, I don't it think it would, but it's it could be a real thing. A review of Stone IPA. PJ, why don't you go ahead and take this one? Okay, so review. This is... A very strong, strong, strong four. Um, it's maybe I'm, maybe I'm not giving it enough credit by not giving it a five, but it's a four for me. I love it. It's tasty as hell. It's hard. I, I respect the fact that it is something that started something. I mean that that's important, which is why you know. Maybe not giving it a five is kind of ridiculous because it, it did start a whole West Coast, you know, like it is the one that you, you would look at, look to as a like the perfect representative of a West Coast IPA. But strong four, it's tasty, never disappointed. Um, also never, uh, like I said, like if it's on a beer list and there's nothing else on there that like jumps out, I'm, not, I'm never like disappointed that I have to have like a stone IPA. I'm like, this is far still good. <laughs> like they still have a good beer selection. So strong four, love it. Um, would drink it all the time if I could. Nice. I like it. I like it. What do you think, I have to agree. I'm, I'm glad that PJ started off and said the strong four because I was definitely in between. But I think that's fair. I think a strong four is is a fair rating. Um, I think it's a five based on the fact, like you like you touched upon, PJ, it, just what it did to craft beer. I think it, I guess it would be worthy of a five, but just, you know, if I was blind tasting it, um, I I think that this is definitely a strong four with no story, backstory behind it. Um, sure. sure. Yeah, it's super awesome. It's, it's great to go back to it, um, especially just like after drinking fruit bombs and, you know, everything else, you know, it's good to go back to the standard and to remember what IPAs were were at one point so a simpler time <laughs> yeah exactly it's so yeah it's it's such a simple beer but it's it always it's it's always a, a satisfying beer to drink so uh, i think a great pair especially for baseball i love, love uh stadiums the 19 ouncer um yes. if you could get your mitts on that i'm sure at a padres game you could probably get your hands <laughs> on a 19 ounce yeah. stone ipa for a game definitely. and that would definitely be something to do so I think it's a great baseball pairing. Um, and yeah, strong four. It's delicious. Um, always love going back to this one. 
That's fantastic. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and give it a five. When I first, um, when we first got the six back in the house, I didn't open any until this morning, but my initial reaction was I'm going to give it a four. I said yeah. right off the bat, I just saw it and I was like, wow, I haven't had this in a while. It's getting a four. I remember it being what it was. I mean, it's the reason why I initially wanted to move out to San Diego too, was to work for them. It's like they drew me out here. So it had that going on. So what I've been tasting it again, I was like, yep, four. After opening it, trying it, and just talking about it for the past few minutes, it's a five, man. It's the foundation. It's the foundation uh, of what the IPA scene is now. Thank you very much, Stone, for doing that. Yeah. This is a great thing to go back to and try again just to remember what they should be, what they were, why they became what they are, why it allowed people to create what they're creating at this point in time. Mm -hmm. And I think they deserve a five, and it's definitely a five for me, for sure. I'm going to read your thoughts. Initial thoughts on the Sandlot. Taylor, take it. All right. So initial thoughts, my, my first two. Well, no, I'll, do, I'll give you my first one because the second's kind of overall. Um, so it starts off with an iconic intro. I think it's fair to say, right? That's yeah. It's a pretty cool intro. Um, I love that. And it, it, that just sort of starts with the music of the movie. I think that the soundtrack is, is awesome. Um, and that intro definitely sort of sets the uh, sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Um, but no, this this one for me is ah, it's so great. It, this one's nostalgia, uh, of course, uh, being made in '93, and then just seeing it from you know an early age. Um, it's great. Uh, I didn't notice, or I, or I never knew that IMDb only scored it a seven point eight, and Metacritic has a, a fifty five, I believe. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in the 50s, super low, which I was very surprised about. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, Rotten Tomatoes which, after that 62. Really? See, and I I don't know. Again, I know I'm biased, but I totally disagree with that. I think this is, I don't know, it's it's awesome. I love this movie, could watch it over and over again. And this is um, this is just that summer movie for me. As soon as summer hits, like I, I want to watch this movie at least once. Like at least once a summer, this is a movie I want to watch. I agree. I um, I've been. This movie made me think about what I've been doing our past eleven episodes with the movies. Like we talked about briefly last week, I wasn't sure how I was rating. I, I thought I was trying to be like a rater, a movie guy who watched the movies and picked them apart and like could tell you exactly what you're seeing and give you a true, honest rating. This one made me realize that I just want to do it based off of like how the movie makes me feel and what you know I I like about it and not trying to be anybody like a tomato like a Rotten Tomatoes or any of those guys you know this one is fun it's so much fun it's like it's right back to childhood and it made me think immediately do kids still do this like it, I hope that kids are still doing this I hope they're just they're able to put the phone somewhere down. right but yeah, mostly you would think <laughs> but, but really like you would think no like again like the same with with the stone ipa and me catching at the right time like i i really think like my age my not my generation because it sort of spans a little too long but like growing up when i did like it has to be the last kids who were ringing doorbells and and playing catch now it's no way that someone's working doorbells now. And, like, I don't, I don't oh, know. Man. I hope you're wrong, dude, because I remember the same I hope so, too. Summer, I mean, I was thinking about it last night. 9.30 in the morning, we would get to the baseball field, 
pool field, the one by the community pool. Yeah. And we would be there from nine until lunch. We'd break for an hour, come back after lunch, be there until dark, go to dinner, and that was your day. And you just play all day. You just play baseball all day, and it was amazing. Like that's the great. And yeah, it was. It was. It was ringing doorbells. It was coming over, and can I come out? Yeah, of course. And then we go out and we play. I hope kids are still doing it. If they're not, then if we have one parent that watches this, start a revolution. Get your kids to go out and start doing yeah. it because it is necessary. It is totally necessary. It is. I love. That's why I loved it. I watched it last night. I was like, ah, oh, I want to be twelve years old again. Makes me like want to just like uh, honestly. As soon as you watch it, I was just like, man, I want to get like a bunch of guys just go play wiffle ball right now. Exactly. <laughs> like like real quick. No, so I'm just going to basically say the same things you guys did. But I, w- I want to start out with a quote <clears throat> real quick. People underestimate the power of nostalgia. Nostalgia is truly one of the greatest human weaknesses, second only to the neck. Dwight K. Schrute from The Office. So this, <laughs> this movie <That> is, <laughs> I mean, you guys said it. I mean, for me, this movie came out in... April of 93. Uh, they are finishing fifth grade, so they are 11 years old. So this movie came out when I was 11 years old. So, I mean, it's crazy for me, and then seeing it with that, I mean, it's it's just dripping with nostalgia. I mean, that's yeah. everything you said. Like, it makes me think of, of childhood. Like Mike said, just, you know, early morning, just going. I, we, we went to Morgan Field. Nice. Where we would play and just, you know. Love Morgan Rich Field. kids. I'm going to start ignoring you because I know you're um, and it's much nicer than Morgan Field oh yeah it is gorgeous yeah no it isn't and uh, <laughs> I mean I remember like the days when it was super hot like we would you know go to the town like just or go to something like whatever just like figure it out so yeah I mean it's just it makes you th- me think of just as you know corny but like a simpler time when i was probably a million times happier <laughs> right Absolutely. everything was easier and it was great and this movie nails it like every scene is relatable to me and like mike said if there's and this is a classic i know mike you said with airplane is it a cold classic cla-? like this is a classic and i hope this is something that you know, parents watch with their kids for like decades to to come. And if there is ever a time where it's like not relatable for a parent to like, hey, let's put on sale and watch for a kid, I assume I'll be dead, and I hope I am because I if that ever happens, you can't use this movie to bridge a gap between generations because this is to me this is what it does. Like this is, yeah, dead. You know, like yeah. when you know, in '62 when the movie takes place, yeah, he's nine, but like this is all dead, did like. Talk to sure. dad about being a kid. Like he just played baseball oh, yeah. constantly. Right. And when you when you talk to dad about it, he's like, "Yep, <laughs> yeah." Like it was just like, so it's it's awesome. It gives you that feeling of just, oh, this is great. And uh, initial thoughts is it's amazing. <laughs> Dennis Leary, when they're first playing catch him in the the stepson or whatever, the son, when he gets hit in the eye, he smacks that steak on his eye pretty hard, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. See, and that's a 60s wife move because she's just like, ah, 
no, 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 that's that's for dinner, and he still does it. <laughs> See, 2020, she'd be like, are you shitting me? You're going out and buying more steaks. You know that, right? <laughs> in the 60s, I was just like, oh, I guess I'm not having steak tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll make that a stew. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That is really good. And before before it hits him in the eye, I love when he runs the ball over to him and Dennis Leary's reaction. And then when he underhands it and he, and he doesn't get to him, and Dennis Leary like look and he looks up like as he's picking it up, he's like, oh. You notice he checks his like, watch. Uh, he checks his watch and looks down like, how much time am I wasting right now? <laughs> this is going to take a lot longer than 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he knew something, apparently. Uh, Blank canvas. What does father do with you? Nothing? Yeah. <laughs> also from that scene, I think it's funny that Dennis Leary knows that the kid doesn't know how to play baseball, and he's like, hey, gotta look out for the curve. The kid doesn't know how to throw the ball back. You're chucking curveballs at him? What a dick. <laughs> so that's what, 15 so minutes? That's my question. Does he, does he throw it right at his face on purpose? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he no, does. Have had it. Based on the first interaction that you see between them, Dennis is kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, like high school bully, and then like Smalls comes in, this little nerd. He's like, yeah, all right, kid. <laughs> I think that we saw like two throws of that interaction, but I believe it was probably like ten minutes of that. And he was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna chuck this at your face. You don't catch it." I have work to do. <laughs> I'm done with this. Deadlines. I got fucking deadlines. <laughs> uh, somebody's got to pay for that ridiculous hat you're wearing. <laughs> oh, you got the hat. <laughs> That's the funniest hat I've ever seen in my life. I remember as kids, we used to always laugh at the fact that it always looked like it got larger. <laughs> like, every time they it would did. shoot him, it always looked like, it's like, how big is that hat now? <laughs> it was originally ridiculous. Now it's just <laughs> bigger. It's three times the size of your head. <laughs> Let me ask you this. After uh, Benny and Smalls meet for the first time, they play whatever. How much stuff did Benny have in his pockets that day? He gave that <laughs> He had enough for a whole person. <laughs> he had his yeah, own. and he almost forgot somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he had so much stuff in there. It's like, here, take this glove. Oh, don't worry, I got that. It's cool. <laughs> some money. Knife? I got a knife. Did you guys ever play with a kid like that? That, like... That shouldn't have been there. That one guy who you're like, ah, oh, damn, and he couldn't catch it, <laughs> or he was like dressed up in jeans and you know sneakers instead of cleats and shorts, yeah. like that guy. <laughs> not, <laughs> not in the like the pickup game setting, like all those times, like that we all knew how to play, but like when a s- official like sport season would start, yeah, yeah, I definitely you would, I definitely ran into a few kids where we're like. I remember one kid came for football practice with his knee pads on his on his elbows, <laughs> and, and because because you know football they're usually like you know small little knee pads that slide into the, the, the pants, but like whatever due to budget cuts, we had just like regular knee pads. You had to put them on, and he came with them on his elbow, and 
like he got torn apart and like i didn't i didn't pile on but i didn't help him either (laughs) it was it was classic me like i'm not gonna be a dick but i'm not gonna be awesome either like i'm just like it's pretty mad um and i mean eventually he you know he he got it and he was actually a good player but yeah that initial like wow what is this person doing yeah i've been there it's 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 funny the kid from little (laughs) he's the kid from little giants (laughs) <laughs> with the glasses. Uh, the, the only experience I have with that did come in um, pickup game format, but it was right before basketball season, so everyone was uh, like playing in the in the old gym in the high school, um, and and the one freshman came in wearing like actual NBA jerseys, and uh, he just yeah, not good, not good at all. <laughs> like we did it for three days before a tryout started and it was just like a Vince Carter jersey, like a Jason Kidd jersey, and each day like he just got shit on nonstop. <laughs> it was real aggressive. <laughs> like way too much. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's hard to put you gotta be able to back that up. He could not. Surprisingly the kid at Hackettstown. Uh, playing basketball, <laughs> the five-two white kid. <laughs> the basketball practice, I would, always, I would always wear like Wizard of Oz t-shirts or <laughs> something unassuming. Mary Poppins, something unassuming. <laughs> Nobody knew. <laughs> yeah, the jersey to basketball practice is tough. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's oh. very noticeable right if away. You don't hit, if you don't hit every shot, you're dead. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. You miss one, it's on. We'll let you go for the first five minutes. See what you got. You miss one layup, forget it. <laughs> this day is over for you. Especially with the no undershirt, much like a freshman oh. in high school. So you got like the chicken arms, you know? <laughs> like zero muscle definition. <laughs> it's like not even an undershirt. It's bold. It's very bold. <laughs> the first clank you hear, everybody's like, guess that jersey's not helping us. Yeah. And then that's it. <laughs> What gates are opened, it's ready to go. Uh, that is so true. Hmm. And everyone had everyone had that comment like like ready at the hip. Like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone was waiting. I got it. <laughs> That's me. When 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 who's gonna hit the go button? And then it becomes the Wild West. They're like, oh, go. yeah. Yeah, Jordan <laughs> does not go back in the box. Either of you ever the, the go button guy, the, the one who started it? Or were you always like yeah. the pile on? Or, or were you the, like me, like this? No, like, I definitely was, I was definitely like you. I just sat in the background. I was like, I, I'm not contributing to this, but I'm also not going to condemn it and be like, oh, you can't do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, like this kid, he was gonna get his, but I was I wasn't gonna contribute to it, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably just as awful. But whatever, man, I was fifteen. Right <laughs> I was definitely the <laughs> I was the the guy on the shoulder who was just like somebody should say something. No, <laughs> we should say something to him, shouldn't we? I mean, why is he wearing that? He made one shot. In like four hours, say something. <laughs> it's like Kyle over there was talking shit. He just hadn't spoken up yet. Someone wants yeah. to do it. <laughs> Maybe it should be you. That'd be pretty funny. You say huh? something. It'll start. It'll be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
putting bad ideas in people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> like I would, I would give one guy the one. Like I would say that line. I'd be like, "I said jersey didn't help too much, did it?" <laughs> that guy louder. Was, <laughs> I said jersey didn't help, did it? And they got all over. He sucks too. <laughs> now the older kids start laughing. They catch on, and it's just open season on the kid. Uh, it's awful. It's awful. I hate high school. <laughs> high school can be brutal. That's why you got to stay neutral. That's why you got to stay yeah, neutral. Yeah. <laughs> East Switzerland. It's the it's best like place to be in high school. Honestly, yep. you don't you don't want to be on either side. You just don't want to be in the crossfire. Just <laughs> stay away. Just stay away. <laughs> Right under the radar. Exactly. <laughs> under the radar. That's where the phrase started. You would think it was military, but no. He was going through high school. <laughs> like, I'm okay if they ask somebody a question who's popular from our high school and they ask about me, and he's like, I don't really remember that guy. Perfect. <laughs> I did it. I did it by design. I did, I, did, yes, I, just, I did my job. <laughs> So, uh, get back into it. The, um, the beast story that Squints tells is hilarious. I love that. Definitely heard that story. Not the beast, but you know, something like that from us. You'd hang out. Oh man. When he tells it the way he tells it, it was so good. I loved it. (laughs) They're like, he ate one kid. (laughs) Like, it's just so ridiculous. And how big the dog is in like the- <laughs> It's massive. <laughs> so awesome. I love that part. Yeah, when he puts when Mr. Myrtle puts the uh the like the collar around him and he's like eye level and he's like it's like come on. That's a big He hands him a belt. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man. <laughs> the director said stuff they were trying they had a, re- a lot of really good plans by the way to get that get ball back mm-hmm. they could have had that thing twice for sure absolutely they just moved when yeah yeah had the ball it's just yeah. a quick flip yeah. yep done I yeah. love by the way real quick, I love his response when he comes <laughs> 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 it's like totally just done um, yeah, but yeah, they could have. They could have had that Back a few times. One, they had the vacuum one down. They were done. They had it. Yeah, they did. Let's go. Yeah. Speaking of yeah, yeah, I love the first scene, or, or not the first scene, but the the first time that Smalls is going to the Sandlot with them, and uh, yeah, yeah, and he's like, he makes nine, and yeah, yeah is like, yeah, so did my sister, but I didn't bring her. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, so what? Yeah, yeah, you. Run like a duck, and you've never seen him run. But just looking at the kid, you're like, he probably does run like a duck. He doesn't look like the most coordinated person. <laughs> like I instantly bought in. I was like, yeah, he probably does. <laughs> That's true. So does my sister, but I didn't bring her. It's a, it's a really good line. It's a great line. So fun. Guys, are you guys totally on board for any? movie that has narration yes i'm a sucker for narration every time yeah it doesn't matter i agree i'm like oh this movie's awesome somebody (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah that you're 
this person is interrupting my film watching experience. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. It's yep. the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I will say that the narration in this movie, though, is spot on. Oh, it's great. Good. So yeah, good. it's really good. <laughs> no, yeah. I will say, like, um, I mean, a total sucker for it, but they're. I think I can, like, pick out, like, when it's done well and when it's just, like, they, like I like it either way because I. Like you said, Mike, it's, oh, it's narrated. It's got to be the greatest movie ever. <laughs> but, like... It, must, it has to be important. <laughs> exactly. Why else would they be fucking shit out? Like, obviously, it's important. But, no, total sucker. But this one is is good. Like, uh, the guy they got for it was, was his voice is good. And I know that's ridiculous, but the, the, the voice yeah. is important. I mean, yeah. it, it is. And the timing of it in the movie is important. This one nails it. I mean, every time... The narration comes over. You're like, "Yep, okay. <laughs> Tell me what you got." <laughs> the the narration is perfect. I, I totally agree um, with that, PJ. And also, the score or the soundtrack, just the way that they match the music up per scene, is perfect. Like every scene, the music for it just fits perfectly. Like there's not one scene where it misses. When Squints decides he's going to do his plan at the pool. Mm. Worst dive from a lifeguard I've ever seen was from Pfefferkorn. Yeah, pretty bad. I don't think it was that bad. Oh, it was, it was awful. Terrible. Legs spread. It was like a 2.2. I mean, she's not trying to get like perfect sixes or tens or whatever. Like, German she's... judge, a one. It, There's yeah. no way <laughs> she lets that go. Yeah, I guess I guess in PJ's defense, it's not so much for aesthetics. It's more of uh, getting the job done. Oh, right, so, I mean... It, look, when you look like that, you can dive every one. Oh, True. What? What? <laughs> She's peppercorn. I call her peppercorn. Lotioning. Oiling. <laughs> Lotioning. I love him walking up to the pool. Oh, sexy. I laugh at that line literally every time I watch this movie. It is so over the top. Just walking past a group of like older ladies when you're like 11, 12 years old. Oh, sexy. It's like, oh, God. The ball's on you. It's so the 60s great. were a different time. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently they were, but that oh, that line God. always gets me. I always repeat it, and I always laugh at it. Really <laughs> <sucks>. <laughs> I like Ham. Ham's character is amazing. He's great. Oh, so good. He's so funny. Catchers, I, I wrote down Catchers talking shit. I mean, he oh, does yeah. it really well. He does. That just seems to be like every baseball movie's like one thing they're going to put into every one they make. It's always the catchers, sure. and I could. I guess uh, that must happen all the time, right? You got to figure even in the major leagues. Like, yeah, you would hope so, right? Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if my dog was as ugly as you, I'd tell him to shave its butt, <laughs> walking backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the first line he says when they're doing the game against the other team, and it's like perfect strike. He just laughs. He's like, <laughs> "That's one." <laughs> He's just like, what are we doing here? I literally just said I have to get home for lunch. We better start taking cuts. <laughs> We're not feeling out counts here. <laughs> We're not getting ahead. Somebody start swinging. One. Here comes the heater. Here comes the heater. 
<laughs> I love before they get there. One of the, one of the, like my favorite lines that I realized the past two watches I had was uh, where they initially start the trash talk, and Ham goes, "Let's go right here, right now," and the kid responds, "Playing a real diamond porter." It's so good. <laughs> you don't deserve to lick the dirt off our cleats. <laughs> Yeah, the other kid throws some good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> he does. It was exactly it was an stuff. evenly matched insult, a uh, little back and forth there. Is there a better combination of scenes than Fourth of July and Ray Charles singing? Awesome. Uh, well, so uh, good. What, I America, know, like the beautiful. Just yeah, mm-hmm. there, there it is. Yeah, uh, like on that one. But mm-hmm. I mean, when I see that scene, I don't. And I, what I mean. A perfect man. I mean, like, ever. <laughs> like, in a movie. Like, Definitely it is so spot-on perfect that... It it got me last night, too, just because of everything we're dealing with right now and all that's going on. Like, I was... It actually put me on pause last night. I was like, God damn. Yeah, right? You know? I, 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 I totally agree. It, it, got did for, it really did for me as well. Like, when I was like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. That was, you know... <laughs> that's a thing American season it's as American American. as it gets it's yep. so good it's so good but then since we're talking about it and we're, we're kind of rattling them off um, another reason why I thought that this movie is an instant classic is just once you get into this movie it's just classic scene after classic scene and this is in order <clears throat> it goes the camp out which, and this could be even starting late and ending early. So it goes camp out to the pool scene. Then it goes to the 4th of July. Then it goes to the trash talk scene, the pickup game, and then the carnival. All in a row. That's uh-huh. <laughs> Like, each That's of those good. scenes is memorable in their own right. You remember yeah. something specific from each of those scenes. And it's just a solid 45 minutes of just right there in your face. This is how... Ridiculous. It's a great call. Yes. I, I did not. I mean, every one of those scenes I love, but I didn't realize that that was that they went back to back to back. I mean, like that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like the they just segue into each other so perfectly. Sure. It's it's awesome. It's really it, like when I this was the one note that I had when I watched it Tuesday night that I didn't write down, but I was like, I'm definitely going to remember that when I rewatch it and then rewatch. I was like, I still can't believe that's a stretch of scenes. It's, it was still crazy to watch that. I was like, that's so, ah, so well done. That's amazing. That's a really good pickup. That's cool. Is. But I love the carnival scene. Obviously tequila playing in the background is, great. is, is pretty great. Um, I love that scene. I think it's, ah, it's so good. I love how we almost forgot. It's like, you didn't almost forget, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you brought it with a purpose. <laughs> you knew it was going to be like, a thing. I like how well they act, the kids acted out that scene. It like, was really good. Yeah, like make that sick face. I mean, hopefully they didn't know what that was really supposed to be like. But they sure. kind of they did a really good job at that. They did. I completely agree. It makes me, like, I don't get, obviously I don't throw up, but it makes me a little upset like like like, yeah. like, like, like i i i can watch. i i watching i'm like oh that seems unsettling yeah. <laughs> and i love how small circles back to the shirt if you ever like catch it the undershirt is all stained in orange later in the movie like it's been washed but he's still wearing it 
I never caught that. He, really? He, yeah. Um, it's one of the scenes after they lose the Babe Ruth ball. Um, but he's wearing it again, and just like right on his chest is like an orange stain. And he's, <laughs> That's he's awesome. wearing the white T-shirt he wore underneath. That's a great. So that effect. was yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, that is good. I never, I did not catch that. But that carnival scene, so good, and that was kind of the last one that I put in like my stretch of scenes that are ridiculous. Um, you know, which isn't to mention the fact that they go right into him. Uh, you know, uh, destroying the baseball, and then he steals the Babe Ruth ball. I just thought to end it there because it's kind of like by the time they get there, the friendship's already built. But all those scenes prior to are are the friendship building, which I think is uh, you know, the the true meat of of the movie there. And then kind of solidified with the saving the dog, right? They both lift up that thing together, and very <laughs> that was pretty cool. Scene like, still always gets me. I don't cry. Yeah. But it's it's a tough scene to it's watch. It's a good scene. You know, it, it is a very good scene, you know, especially Smalls in that scene where it's like, someone help me, and everyone, like, kind of, like, leans back a little bit, and yep. Benny steps up. You know, Benny obviously just crushing it the whole movie as a friend. Sure. Um, that, <laughs> you know. When that dog kisses him, that dog's tongue is the size of his face. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> that wasn't the wettest kiss. thing in the uh, world on his face. It probably smelled like death. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many times they shot that. I, I wonder if it was a one and done, or if he had to do it like ten times. <laughs> I hope so. I hope Smalls' agent was like, "Nope, we're doing it one time. That's it. <laughs> You're not going to drown my client. We're going to walk away from this." That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. The pool scene was actually uh, not a hot day at all for filming. It was 56 degrees out. Oh, when wow. they shot the pool scene and when squints is like ch his teeth are chattering on the diving board that's him actually he's cold as hell and he's re it's actually that cold let me explain no there is too much let me sum up all right let's get into a review of the sand lot taylor this is your pick your movie go for it okay um <clears throat> So uh, this this beer pairing with this movie was was pretty perfect for me because um, I'm gonna go right with what I did the beer at, which is a strong four. Um, I just think they're so I I think they're both so great um, in their own right, and I don't know. I think a strong four is just fair for both of them. I don't want to go over the top with it because I know there's people out there who who don't love this movie or don't love this beer so it kind of works out i don't know uh i think it, i think a strong four is perfect for it it's it's great i love the soundtrack i love that stretch of scenes that are just iconic scenes one after another it's it's pretty great for me uh strong four i think it's fair but i'll i'll hold off on on the five star from it gotcha pj can i take it go ahead awesome um with my newfound reviewing technique and style, in my head, I want to give it a five, but I look back at like the Karate Kid and other things, I gave it a four, and I can't do it, so I apologize, but I'll give it a strong four as well. Um, it's just a fun, great movie. Awesome to start the summer, like you said, Taylor. Great choice for the, the what is the start of baseball season. Sure. It felt good watching it. I watched it twice in the past couple of days, and it just felt good both times. It was awesome. It made me want to go out and, like you said, Taylor, again, just go out and play some baseball and 
yeah. hang out with some friends and it was it's just a lot of fun. I just like I said, I hope that people are still doing this. I hope kids are still going out and getting their friends and going and hanging out and doing some baseball stuff. And parents are still playing catch with their kids and stuff. So it's awesome. Strong four, love it. Watch it again. Got to pick up on the soundtrack because I obviously missed that. So I'm gonna go back yeah, and, and check too. that out. But yeah, awesome, great choice. Loved it. Four star. So uh, our reviews are going to match because I'm going to give it a five. So I'm going to be the Michael of the Stone review and give it a five because for me, the nostalgia bumps it up to a five. Um, as like if this movie was made and released in 93 with characters uh, growing up in 1993, it's not nearly as good of a movie, right? It just Correct. doesn't, doesn't, doesn't translate, doesn't sell as well. It, it'd still be a good movie. It'd be like, oh, three, it's like a fun kid movie. The fact that it is 1962, you have all that history, and you get to watch it with a, a parent, and again, like I said, like bridge that gap of just like generations and like being able to understand each other <laughs> for like yeah. in, in a movie, you know, like it's to me that's amazing. Um, and that makes it uh, give, bumps up to a five. I mean, I think, like Taylor said, the soundtrack good, story's great, I like the cast. I, again, like Michael said and, and Taylor said, the acting, the child actors were, were good, and especially that last scene with, um, I'm blanking, someone help me. <laughs> James Earl Jones. Thank you. It's Earl Jones. It's a great scene. Like, it's not just James Earl Jones, like, carrying the whole thing. You're like, oh, they've got these two kids. Like, it's a great scene. Yeah. Um, and overall, because of all that, and because I think it's classic, and hopefully it's something that will be watched for decades to come, and it will be relatable for decades, is what makes it a five. So, five star. Uh all right, guys, that's going to do it for us this week. We hope you enjoyed our pairing of Stone IPA and the Sandlot. Please join us next time when we pair Sam Adams' Summer Ale against the movie Caddyshack. Until then, cheers. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard.